Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Still to come, control alt delete at 11 o'clock. Now though, we do this every Tuesday, 10 o'clock, wrong one, there we go. A lot of liars in the world. People try to lie to you on a daily basis. So we just said we would uh, sharpen the skills and see how good you are at spotting when someone is spoofing to you. We invite on a guest. They tell you three things about themselves. Two of them happened. Two of them are real stories that did happen. But one is not. Your job tonight is to listen out to our guest and see if you can spot which one of the three stories is absolute BS. Joining us now with a new single called Men Like Me, which is out on the 30th, which is in three days' time. She is a singer and songwriter, Irish singer and songwriter, who we're delighted to welcome onto the show now. Uh, Sally, a.k.a. Odoo. Sally, am I getting that pronunciation correct and right now? You are indeed, yes. It's Odoo. Yeah. Ah, Odoo. Cool. I didn't know it was Odoo or Odoo or what was going on. I just wanted to make sure because there's nothing worse than getting someone's uh, <laughs> name wrong from the get-go. But listen, thanks a million for popping on. How are things? Yeah, not too bad. Really excited about the single release. Not very uh, excited to be here with you guys as well. Oh yeah, tell us a little bit more about the single. Yeah, so the song, as you mentioned a second ago, it's called Men Like Me. Um, I wrote it uh, about three years ago, but I only got around to putting it out now uh, due to a number of sort of life events. And uh, yeah, I'm just incredibly excited about it. It's my first single since 2019 and um, it's what I like to call a sad banger. So if anybody's interested in sad bangers, <laughs> this, this is right up your alley. So yeah. that. <laughs> it's just really good song, but it's going to pull at the heartstrings. It's a sad banger. I love that you're crying, crying but you're raving at the same on the time. Dis- on the dance floor kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah, I can just see it now. You've had one too many. You're like, I don't care about him. Woo! <laughs> like seriously, yeah. Sally, come home. <laughs> We're putting you into a taxi. Good luck, Sally. Goodbye. Um, no, no, I like it because I didn't know whether it was men like me, as in men like me are attracted to me, or men like me, men who are like me are similar ways. So, is it about men who are like romantically interested? So it's uh, it is uh, the comparative. So it's it's men who are similar to me in terms ah, of okay. how they act and how they behave. And yeah, so it's I I did occur to me that maybe people might get that mixed up, but no, it's it's the latter. Yeah. No, you want that? That adds to the to the mystery. You want a bit of suspense and a, and a bit of a uh, vagueness to the to the meanings and stuff like that. So uh, did you write this about a guy who uh, who you hate and uh, what's his name? And we, do we have him online too here so we can <laughs> go full tank on the radio? Uh, no, well, I wrote it. I wrote it after a yes, I wrote it after a breakup. Uh, but it's more a song about kind of like um, when you get your own kind of heart broken, you start to kind of review all the situations where you might have hurt other people or broken their hearts. 
So it's kind of whoa, more whoa, whoa, of Sally, a, Sally, a, Sally. A it's always their your fault. Own faults and your own kind of weaknesses, you know. No, 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 Sally. It's always their fault. That's <laughs> the thing we've yeah, learned. Absolutely, yeah. But I just thought I'd switch it around this time, you know. Yeah, always. <laughs> it's always good to switch around. So during the pandemic, then obviously you said you wrote this before that. Mm, so did you yeah. do any writing during the last year and a bit? So I did. Yeah, I I actually started a side project. I started a band called Scenes from a Break with a songwriter called Luke Foley. And we actually released our first single a couple of weeks ago, which is called Silly Little Games. Um, and it actually did quite well. So I was doing a little bit of that. And then I also got I, I didn't do much for the first few months, but then I slowly got back into it. I've written a few more Odoo tracks. I've done a few more tracks for for other projects and other artists as well. Um, so I've been kind of slowly getting back into it after the initial shock of everything. I was like, no, it's time to get back into it now. So, And did you find it easier or kind of harder? Because I found like a lot of musician friends of mine or people I've kind of talked to have said, it's kind of easier or nearly you spend so much time on your own writing music that it's yeah. not too different. I think it's it was harder for me, to be honest, because I get my inspiration from interactions and being around people and listening to conversations and having experiences, you know, that are sort of unexpected. So for me, it was quite hard, actually. Um, I, I'm, I'm quite a collaborative songwriter as well, so I like to work with other people. So I did find it quite hard at first. But once I kind of started to get the hang of the remote working thing in terms of like sending stuff back and forth yeah. between other writers and recording my own vocals at home and stuff. I actually was like, do you know what? This this is okay. We can make it work. So it got easier um, at, towards the end, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I hope to God that you release an album one day called Sad Bangers. I, do you know what? It's never leave it off the table. No. You, you never know. It's the greatest <laughs> phrase. It's a brilliant so collection good, of words. I'm going to put a playlist <laughs> together later on called Sad Bangers. I'll I have, have an any hour. playlist of sad bangers I can send you. Oh, send please do send them on. I'm just here going sad bangers. You know, you know one of those nights, especially when the weather's getting good and the sun is setting and you're driving down the coast road. You and need you're just, that. Yeah. You're thinking of all the people in your li- in your life that, as you said, you've screwed over rightly, and you're like, that was my fault. You need some sad bangers playing in the background as you drive along. This is amazing. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that collaboration project a little bit later on. We have you here to play poker face, so you know what the crack is. You've three stories for us. Two things happened. One didn't. Yes. And are you good to give us the first thing tonight now? I am good to give you the first thing, yes. Okay, Saoirse, are you ready? Um, I'm ready, yeah. Okay, again, you're listening out for the, the one, the story that you're not believing from Sally here this evening, all right? Text us okay. one, two, or three, oh, eight, seven, six, seven, nine, seven, one, four. Over to you, story number one. Story number one. Okay, so story number one. Um, one time I went to um, a music event uh, where they were talking, where they were kind of deciding on... Uh, the best pop song of the year this is like a few years ago so there were like a few kind of like regular people there and there were like a few kind of industry people there and at the end of the night I remember I went up to the organizer and I was chatting to the organizer and he was chatting to a couple of other people including this guy who I didn't recognize and we were talking about the nominees of the songs and I was talking about the ones that I liked and the ones that I didn't like And I started talking about this particular song that I thought wasn't as good as the others. And I started explaining all the reasons why um, I didn't like uh, this particular song. And I was allowed to go on and on and on and on (laughs) until the organizer, until the organizer said, that's really interesting. By the way, this is the producer of the song, (gasps) Richard X. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Oh my God, I die. Oh. Like you can't recover from that because you've just gone on an absolute... Do you know what's worse? Everyone around you just sitting there kind of going, looking at you, speeding towards the cliff edge and going, no, nah, not going to say anything. Wow. Let, throwing you under several buses there. God. Okay. That's mortifying. Give us a second story there. 
Okay, second story. So I was at Electric Picnic one year and I was really desperate for the bathroom and not the number one, the number two, I'm afraid. <laughs> there were many portaloos all completely just, you know, queues out the wazoo. It was, it, was, it was a pretty desperate time. I really wasn't quite sure what to do, but eventually I thought, okay, there is a forest nearby. I am going to go to this forest. <laughs> and I did go to the forest and I did do what I had to do. But unfortunately, I lost my toilet roll. It fell down a ditch. Oh, and, no. And um, that was the end of my toilet roll for the weekend. And I had to take myself and my lack of toilet roll and my lack of dignity with me for the rest of the festival. Oh, my God. These stories <laughs> are giving me anxiety. Wow. <laughs> what in the name? Wow. Did you not? Did you, was there a dock leaf around or anything? No, Seriously. sadly not. <laughs> I mentioned this the other night. It happened to me in the Phoenix Park. Yeah, I was doing a bit of soak running. Up anything. I'm no, sorry I know, I know, vague. but like, but like, you have to use something. Happened me. I was, I was running in the Phoenix Park, miles away from Anton, and then the bells were like, "We're leaving. We're getting out right now." And I couldn't stop, and it was just excruciating. And I, and I had to do, as you said, what needed to be done, and use whatever foliage was around to try and clean up in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. It's just, it's not easy, man. I actually have to say, the ditch had a fair few discarded toilet rolls as well. So, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't the first person to have that idea. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> it's like a public safety announcement. Never sleep with someone at a music festival, just in case they've done a sally. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say worse has happened, but anyway, go on I hope, to number I hope three. That one, yeah, I hope that one is not true. I hope that's the lie. Third story, anyway. <laughs> Third story. Okay, so... um. A few years ago, I was dating somebody uh, who worked in a recording studio. And one time, uh, we um, there was no one around, and we um, went to the basement of the recording studio, and we um, made out a little bit in the basement of the recording studio. Oh, very bold. I thought she was going to say, and we uh, brought my toilet roll down and <laughs> <laughs> just left two on the carpet. <laughs> Uh, was it a little bit more than kissing in the basement studio? I don't know. We kept it pretty chaste, but it was kind of fun. Okay. <laughs> we were only t- were we talking about that last night. We were talking about being something bold, very similar last being, night. Being yeah. Bo- bo- yeah. Mm, Places no. you've been a bit bold in. Studio's not a bad one. Yeah, studio's a great one. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So to recap quickly again, you were slating the producer of a song at like a, a song of the year. Mm-hmm. event and right in front of them and no one told you that that was the person so you ran your mouth off right in front of them for ages you had a interesting time at electric picnic with some toilet paper and needing to go and in the forest and then in a music studio recording and we end up sneaking off downstairs and having a bit of uh having a bit of fun okay so if you're listening and you feel as if you know which one of these is not true tonight you know which one Sally is spoofing about WhatsApp us in number one number two or number three to 087-67-97104 if you get it correct and right we'll put you in the draw you could win some beautiful demotivational beer mats okay so Saoirse what story are you saying is this is so tough I'm going to say that number two is the lie Saoirse's going with poop story being yeah I'm going to say that Odu did not poop Without listen, toilet paper. listen, that's I rock know, and roll. That's I rock and roll. I know it is, yeah. TV's out the window and poops and farce, you know. <laughs> right, so you're going with number two. I'm going to go with number two. Yeah, I've no reason to go with number two. I'm just hoping for your your own sake that it's a lie. Saoirse's doing a number two and Odu did number two. And that's what the story is. All works out together beautifully. <laughs> um, Sally, are you okay to hang on for a second? For a minute yeah, or two? Yes, yeah. Gr- grand job. Okay, hang on the line there and uh, we'll give you... 
a moment to have a think and send us in what you think is the fake story this evening. Which is not true? Which is BS tonight, right? Is it the first story about Slayton, a music producer, not realising he was standing there right beside her? Is it being in an awkward situation, an electric picnic, needing to go to the forest and dropping the toilet paper? Happens us all. We've all been there. Nothing to be embarrassed about. Or is it sneaking down to the basement with the music producer in uh, in the studio and just getting a bit handsy, shall we say, and a little bit of heavy petting? Which one of those things did not happen? Which one did not happen, in your opinion? One, two or three? Let us know. 87 104. We'll see if you get that right. And uh, we'll be back after music from Inhaler now. This is Cheer Up Baby. It's F104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Okay. Poker Face is very... It's a simple but difficult part of the show all right and we invite a guest on they tell you three things about themselves two of the things are true two of the things did actually happen one did not though and it's your job tonight to try and decipher the the lies from the truth joining us this evening now with a brand new single called men like me coming out on the 30th in just a couple of days singer uh, songwriter and what we say what we say how do we say legend no purveyor of sad bangers oh yeah of course Uh, sally aka odu how are things still with us Still yeah, from Earth Sound Baggers, I'm into it. Yeah, no, I love that. I love the <laughs> phrase. It's my new mm. favourite phrase. You know, it could mean something else as well. You know, when you have a sad bang. <laughs> oh, God. You'd have to go into the gutter again, wouldn't you? Both people crying. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyway, Sally, apologies for that. Okay. Um, will you give us a quick recap of the three stories you have for us this evening? Quick recap. Okay, so my first one was that I accidentally slated, um, the, uh, slated a song in front of the guy who produced it <laughs> at an event. My second one was that I had to go and do number two in electric in a forest in, in at electric picnic without any toilet paper, and my third one was that I made out with a um, with somebody who worked in a in a in a in a studio um, in the basement of the studio. Now I said that it's got to be number two, and I don't mean to say that I think you'd be up to no good in the basement, but now the only thing is here, Sersha, you have never been to a festival, so you do not know what goes on. Stop telling. I know, Sally, she's never been to a festival. Oh, dear. Yeah, Well, never. I've, I've got to say, my festival days are behind me and I, I really can kind of understand, you know, people who, who forego the festival thing. It's it's hard going sometimes. But I was going to go. I was I had all these plans in 2019 to go. 2020, I was going to the Chemical Brothers. That was going to be, it's not a festival. That was a gig. You know, yeah. that was a cool gig. Yeah, yeah. And that was cancelled. And I was going to go to EP and now that's cancelled. So Stop trying to act cool. I, I can't be cool I was going to go to all these festivals. Oh no, they were cancelled. I'm going to have to stay in my pyjamas and not leave the couch for a weekend. I'll be like the mutton dresses lamb yeah. when I'm 40 odd and I'm bopping around in tiny shorts that my hoop is out and stuff. <sighs> okay, I think one of these stories happened to her friend. Oh, do you? Or someone she knows. I'm going to say the first story is not true. Right, just for the crack, I'm going to say story number one is not true. Sir, she's saying story number two. But if you think it is story number three or either of those, let us know. 87 Hang on there, two seconds. Sally, Alan, how are things? How's things, Cormac and Sarah and Sally? How are you? Good, yeah. We're doing really good. Uh, okay, Alan. Alan, what, what are you going with? One, two or three? I'm going with number three. Okay. The, sm- the studio issue. Smooching in the basement. Yeah. Now, Why? Well, the first two, I think they're fleshed out ideas. The third one was just a quick, oh yeah, we did it. Did the thing down the studio. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Real. Oh, do what do you have to say about that? Interesting detection. Mm-hmm. I'm... Hang on, you're covering, your, you're covering your mic there. Go again. Oh, sorry. Uh, interesting detection faculties there. Yes, I have no comments so far, but yeah, interesting. <laughs> sounds like someone who's been interrogated by the guards before. Yeah, maybe. I have no comment on this until <laughs> my solicitor gets here. Uh, okay, Alan, you want to stick with number three? I'll stick with number three for now, yeah. Right, I like this logic, though. It's very good logic. I mm-hmm. like that. You've uh, spotted that well. Alan, hang on. We'll see if you're right now in a second. Maddie, what's the story, sir? How are things? Hey, not too bad. How are you doing? Yeah, we're, we're, we're not, uh, not too bad. What are you up to this evening? Uh, not too much now. Just Sitting back, relaxing here for myself, you know. That's Good. the best. That's the best way to be. Uh, Maddie, what are you saying? One, two, or three? Uh, two. Okay. Have you uh, never? Have you ever been in a similar situation where you had to um, do number two in in the wild? <laughs> do number two. Uh, well, like yeah, I did. Uh, it happens to everyone, don't it? Hasn't happened and, to me yet. Uh, but uh, I think in her situation. If she if she was so bad to go, I don't think she would have made it towards the woods, you know. Uh, right, Maddie, tell us about the situation you found yourself in. Oh sure. In many situations. When you had to do a number two in the woods. Oh yeah, I was often in the woods there, and she just had to do it, you know. Well, you're just going for a walk in the woods, and then bam, there's the toilet on the ground. <laughs> Not really. It just it might have been doing a bit of a, a trek, you know. It might have been a day out. Trekking, you know? So you were with other people? Well, I would have been, yeah. 
Oh, for God! I would have found a good tree behind a good tree, you know. Lads, where is your self-respect? Says and you. your hygiene. Says you. Hygiene down the drain. <laughs> I would never. There was, there was no drains. There was no drains. All right, Maddie, uh, you're saying number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, hang on there a second. I'm also saying number two. And you're saying number two. So yeah. Maddie and Saoirse are saying number Jacinta two. Jacinta has agreed number two as well. Oh, don't know about that, no. Robin has said number one. She's going with you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, for agreeing with that one. All right, all right. Sally, a.k.a. Odu, with the new single out on the 30th of this month. I take it it's available on most places. Uh, yeah, no, it's available ever. It's going to be available on Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music, Deezer, wherever you get your music. It's all going to be there on Friday. So look out for it. Right, okay. Before we reveal the story that you made up tonight, two of the stories are true. So will you tell us uh, one of the stories that is 100% true for now? Okay, so one of the stories that is 100% true is the first story where I slated the song in front of the <laughs> You're out of the game! Damn it! Oh, that's so awkward, Sally. Damn it! I know, but he was actually, he actually had a really good sense of humour about it. It actually was no big deal. Good. No, 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 that's what he said to you because you were in public. He <laughs> cried himself to sleep that night. <laughs> You know how insecure the creative people and the artists are. Like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. He was on, a, on his laptop for the rest of the night going, oh, she hates it. Oh, God. And the worst part is he's my favourite producer. He's one of my favourite producers and I didn't know who he was to see. Oh, God, that's even worse again. Now you're like, can you collaborate with me in the um, future? Or he's like, no, you're on the blacklist now. Bye. Oh, no, that's mortifying. Right, so it's down between um, In the Wild yeah or in the basement <laughs> so that's a good name for a new song or yeah in the it wild is. in the basement mm. well you probably would want to change the content of some of it possibly uh, who knows okay um, tell you what I'm out so it's Patricia you're saying number two and who do we sorry Maddie you're saying two and Alan you're saying three still on three right okay and Maddie you're still staying on two yeah Right, okay, here we go. Sally, put us out of our misery. Which story did you make up? Which story is not true? I made up story number two. Oh, oh! Maddie! Maddie has done it! Hang on there a second now. Come here, uh, Alan. Commiserations. Apologies. I, um, I got it wrong as well, but thanks a million for popping on, all right? No problem. Thanks very much, lad. Take Bye, it yeah. easy, sir. Thank you for coming on. Um, Maddie, correct and right. That was absolute okay. BS, so well done, well, you, sir. Welcome. Send in your details. We'll send you down a demotivational beer mat. Oh, lovely. And learn from this, Maddie. Don't be pooping in public. (laughs) (laughs) No, do not. It's not a cool place. I'm going to bring my title with me this time. Do. I put it on wheels and you'll be like, job done, see you, bye. You can get a portable sauna, you can get a portable toilet. Of course you can. That's true. Happy days. Listen, Maddie, thanks a million for popping on, sending those deets and we'll be in touch. Um, Okay, so... Which story was not true? The poop story wasn't true. The poop story was not true. Oh, I'm delighted. <laughs> was I'm that actually based delighted. on a real story or was that just completely made up? Which now? The second story? Yeah. Well, I definitely had like bathroom emergencies at festivals, but nothing as bad as that. Oh God, thank God. <laughs> thank God. We're all so relieved. Yeah, so relieved. And that, that was a very good lie as well because when we went into it and you were talking about, you asked if she have any dock leaves because you've also pooped in the fields. I've pooped in the forest. I've had to. I couldn't stop it. It happened. Do you ever see those pictures? There's a really funny yet heartbreaking video I think it's of someone doing a triathlon or an Ironman and he's running on the final stretch of it and his bowels give way and he's running while ruining himself oh no because he's so the Ironman is so exhausting that everyone just gave up and yeah it happens happens to the best of us but it didn't happen uh, to Sally so happy days listen thanks a million for popping on alright last time again where can people go find your music and find you online 
So go to odumusic.com. All my socials are there. You can find the link to pre-save the single, odumusic.com. So go check it out. It would really mean a lot if people pre-save the track and added it to their playlists coming this Friday. Lovely. Out this Friday, men like me. Odu, thanks a million for popping on FM104. Very best of luck with the single release and we will chat to you again soon. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye. Again, second week in a row. I got it. I'm losing. I'm losing now I'm losing the touch so I don't know what's going on Uh, we do that every Tuesday on the show also if you know of um, uh, a good up and coming Irish singer songwriter an Irish talent will take more than just singer songwriters as well get in touch with us Uh, we'd be delighted to have them on the show here and uh, plug them on Room 104 as well and find out their dirty secrets about them smooching in the basements with people Uh, still to come on the show Control Alt Delete at 11 o'clock uh, next, though, the kid Leroy without you. That's uh, coming up on F104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. For God's sake. He's doing such a good job. Such a good job. He was hoping that we'd all pay two million for a two-bed a co- house. A co-living hostel. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So he Why was would he resign? I don't know. He's doing such a good job. I hate that. He must yeah. have been poached by another organisation. He was doing such a good job. Yeah. Pat in the back. He was. We had almost sorted the housing crisis. At least he left on a high. They, I suppose that's true, isn't it? If you're going to leave, if you can leave at the top of your game, leave at the top of your game. Yeah. Otherwise, don't leave and have people remember you for the wrong reasons. There you go. Kind of like Alex Ferguson. You kind of took the team to the pinnacle. You got the treble in the bag. You've done everything numerous times, and you leave just at the top, and your legacy is intact and safe and secure. This could be very good news, though. Why? Because maybe someone else is going to... No one else is going to live up to his standard. No one else. So annoyed. I know. It's like I really wanted to pay more for my house. <laughs> I really wish I could afford a house. Yes. Yeah, so what do you mean pay more? You're not going to be able to afford a house. I know, I know. You're never. mad. A shed. I wanted to pay more for the shed that I'll <laughs> yeah. never own. Yeah, someone converted their greenhouse into an apartment and you'd be paying four grand a month for it. Uh, absolutely beautiful. Uh, we got a, a, a strange message in here from Tyke. Good evening, Tyke, sir. What's the story? What's going on? What's crack, lads? Uh, this is going to seem a bit random, right? And it is kind of off topic, right? But I just said I'd uh, send a voice note in. I was having a chat with my mate today about, like, you know, kind of the radio and the fact that I listen to the radio in the car and all. And I got a new car, so the radio is really bad on it. And I had to download uh, Tune In Radio to be able to get you, right? And he says, Did you ever hear that phrase, like, people have a face for the radio like do you think the people that you listen to are actually good looking or do do they have a face for the radio so uh basically the plan was that um we want you to send us a selfie to see if you're good looking or not and i know that probably sounds horrible but uh you know it kind of piqued our interest today and uh yeah uh we're better is that the word we are we are Listen, absolutely not ready to be on TV. Selfies will cost, Tyke. Selfies do cost. You can actually check out what we look like on the website, though. That is the worst photo I've ever taken L- in my entire life. We both look like we are presenting a kind of, what is it, This Morning, that show. Like Holly Willoughby no, and, not and even. Phil Schofield. We do, we're, we look very homely. And I got the worst haircut of my life two days beforehand. It's as if we planned to wear blue as well together. Like I was wearing... I was wearing a slutty dress and I did it on purpose and whatever way the picture comes the, out yeah. yeah I just look really nerdy yeah. I look like hello I'm talking about serious things now <laughs> I'm not radio. so uh, basically the plan was that um, we want you to send us a selfie okay well you know what I'm not going to answer that you, do we have a face for radio uh, do we have a face for radio 
Yes, we do. Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one four. The hot topics this evening. Do we have a face for radio? Yeah, and I'm proud of that. And who's hotter, me or Saoirse? Hot or not. <laughs> your face or mine? Let's have a game of your face or mine because Tig wants to know. Tig wants us to send some dirty selfies into him. Well, I guess it's who who are you into? Are you into guys? Into girls? No, you can what be are you ob- into? You can be you objective. You can be objective with these things. Well, I, I hope we get dogs abuse. I hope we get dogs abuse. I, I like the pain and the misery. I, w- I wish I cared. I care. You do care. Stop saying you don't care. You're like that person who says, I don't care so much that you care more than someone who never says it. You know, when people but go I around saying, care. I don't care what you think. Well, then why are you I, telling I me really, that you don't care? I, I don't care. I really genuinely don't, though. Like, I don't think you understand. I need You need to be in my head for a, a week, even a day, and you'll be like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I still haven't cleaned my cat's poo off the carpet. Oh, like, it's God still sake. squashed into the carpet. Is I it, don't. I haven't washed my hair in three days. I'm wearing a tracksuit. There's nothing wrong with tracksuits, I'm just saying. She just doesn't put any effort in, lads. It's disgusting. The odd day I do. The odd day I do. Disgusting! Uh, Face for Radio, your, your call on this one, 0876797104. It's F104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM104. Now, obviously the pandemic has been tough on everyone over the last while, but in particular, I think students have been shafted extra, especially college students. Oh God, yeah, doing Zooms at home. Uh, big time, right? But I, I, saw, I saw this story of a student who was, a 22-year-old DCU student who was quoted uh, an insurance policy, an amount for an insur- his insurance policy on his car that he's driving, right? <laughs> when you hear how much it cost them or what he was quoted you'll probably get sick into your own mouth but I was thinking that over the last while even over the last two or three years right if you're a student especially if you're a student in Dublin one the fees have been creeping up every year so yeah. it's like free education yeah, it's right. keep free education go on it's just seven grand a year yeah. fine and um, then on top of that like books when you go in and you want to buy books I think they just add a zero onto the cost of books in college and you're just like wow yeah. this is insane and I'm just using it for one module and then I'll have to burn it so there's that. There's obviously the cost of renting in Dublin, which is insane mm-hmm. and no better for students, right? And then if you do have a part-time job, like the, the wages haven't gone up at the same as, at the same rate as, let's say, the accommodation has gone up with and the cost of accommodation. So you're shafted left, right and centre, right? And then you've had the pandemic thrown in on top of that. So you haven't really had your rag weeks. You haven't had your nights out. You haven't had your trips away. You haven't had your, you haven't had your mistakes. You're going to have to make your college mistakes in your mid-twenties now. Delay them. Yeah, you're going to have to delay a lot of your mistakes, right? Yeah. So you're a college student, you've been shafted left, right and centre, you've been lied to over the last number of years with regards to fees, you're paying more through the nose, you're earning less, shafted. A lot of people will probably need a car as well. If you're not moving out, you'll need to drive to college. Or you just want a car to grow up and be independent and be free. Mm-hmm. And then you ring up the old insurance companies and you're like, hey, what's the story with some insurance on my car? And then they quote you a ridiculous amount. Guess how much this lad was quoted for his insurance on his car? Now, what is the average insurance for, say, a... 80 million euro. No, but like a, an average 21-year-old. Because I don't think it's uh, any different for guys and girls anymore. I know it used to be more expensive for guys, didn't it? It used to be, and then you demanded equality, so you were lumped in with us in the stats. And we brought yes. up your, your fees. But it's stupidly expensive when you're only learning kind of to drive or you're, you're newly qualified. Yeah. As a full licensed driver. Yeah. But I don't know what the ballpark is. I always forget because stupidly, I never shop around because I pay monthly. So it's broken down and it's Much affordable. See, mine went up quite a lot because A, I had penalty points and B, I crashed my car three times. So that did not work out well for me. And I'm still... <laughs> You're out on your own then. You're an outlier, yeah, right? Okay. I'm, I'm just in bits, really. Uh, it'll probably be another five years before I can 
haggle so, with them. So, and this was the other thing, right? They say, you know, when I started driving and everyone else who was older than you driving always said, ah, but when you hit 30, it'll collapse and it'll be really, really cheap. Mine has gotten more expensive every year. But don't they care about your no claims bonus? I don't think they give a shit. How many years? And I'll come back to you in an hour. I'll ring you back. And you're like, okay. They, they're, they're not great at haggling anymore. They used to be better. If you threaten to go, well, how, do you know how much your insurance is? The worst is... How much yeah. is your insurance? Uh, how much is my insurance? It is probably... Like we're talking to I'll grand. To come, yeah, it's around that. Shut yeah, it's up. a little bit less. A little bit oh. less. But yeah, that's what I'm paying, yeah. So I pay monthly because I can't obviously. You can't it. afford that. Yeah. Mine, I got mine out. I think it's like nine hundred quid, but that's See, up that's from huge difference. Yeah, it is. It's double. You're paying double what yeah. I'm paying. Yeah, that is disgusting. It is sick. Yeah. I try not to think about it. And mine has crept up over the last few years. But you know, you're told, oh, money. When you're hit thirty, you're going to pay five hundred quid. It'll be mm-hmm. fine. Or three, four or five hundred quid, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And it goes up, and it keeps creeping up and up. Do you and know up what the up. worst part is? You know when you go. You're trying to haggle with them. Obviously, I can't because they're like, you're, you're a disgrace. You they're looking at your record and they're like, how did you get a license? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I did either. But anyway, when you're on the phone and they give you a quote and then you go, well, no, I rang X, Y and Z and they quoted far less or, you know, my mm, yeah, 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 yeah. My insurance is always around this. And then they go, OK, cool. Yeah. No worries. Bye. See you. And they won't haggle at all. Yeah. And then you end up bringing back on. OK, I'm sorry. I'll go with you. That's yeah. really bad. I hate when you have to do that because you used, you used to be able to say that and they'd go, okay, just hold the line there for five minutes and I'll talk to my boss and yeah. they talk to absolutely nobody. They go like this with their pen and then they go, yeah, cool. We can actually give you for give it to you for that price. It's yeah. fine. So um, this student popped on Twitter the other day giving out about the quote he was given, which is an insane amount of money, right? 22 years of age. Yeah. The car is worth about five, six grand. I'm going to say it's probably something like a Golf or a Ford Focus because that's what you'd buy at five or six grand. How much is the insurance he was quoted? Was it more than mine? Yep. Three grand? Mm, nope. More than three grand? Mm-hmm. More than five grand? Mm-hmm. More than five thousand per year? Yeah, per year. More than five grand per year. This oh insurance quote. dear. So more than his car? More than the value of his car. His quote, 6,885 euro, 45. He had four years no claims bonus but I suppose they saw a student and were like we have to keep with the national policy of shafting students my good god shame <laughs> like, on them what is going on that is a disgrace it doesn't see it doesn't show what company it was with or whatever but like that's mad mental money now I, I think we went on to say that he uh he didn't pay that. He got a better deal. But this was one of the quotes he was given. And I'm, I'm kind of like, do they do this deliberately because they don't want to insure you? That they they're just must like, do, yeah. Let's just give him some ballpark BS quote and go away. Even if, God forbid, Touchwood, that he crashed yeah. the car. Yeah? Yeah. They'd be like, Grand, your, your insurance actually, the amount you're actually paying you alone will cover that cost for us. Actually, yeah, you would be better off just keeping that money in a, in a jar if you did write off your own car. Yeah. No, I know, okay. You injure someone else, blah, blah, blah. But from your own car's perspective, yeah. Yeah, you could literally buy yourself a new car yeah. with that money. So, a uh, 22-year-old DCU student, four years, no claims, in a policy in his own name. So it wasn't as if he was on his mams, or it wasn't, you know, sometimes you go away for a year mm. and the insurance company's like, well, we're going to shaft you now because you haven't been in the country for the last while. That's Isn't that insane? Yeah. Getting a quote for almost seven grand for insurance. I remember ringing around insurance companies when I started working here, right? Yeah. And they wouldn't insure me when I said I worked... 
you as a presenter. Oh, you're a scumbag. Get out of here. Wasn't wasn't where I worked. It was the fact that I was a presenter. Sorry, we can't insure you. What? Yeah. Swear to God, this happened. I'll tell you. Tell you off air who it was. Uh, but why? Just because? Did they give you a reason, or did they, 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 they don't insure radio presenters? Literally, they said we cannot insure you. I'm afraid. Now I don't know if they thought that I'd shaft them on air, which I obviously can't do. No, I, I think so. I mean, it might be the profession. I think like DJs are the same. As in, if you're a DJ who goes around gigs and doing weddings and, and different gigs around the country, I think you're too much time on the road. So no, bye, not insuring you. Yeah, but how would that make any sense? I got. I'm driving into a workplace. But they lump you in. I'd imagine radio presenters get lumped in with DJs. You know what I mean? Don't know. So they're, they're lumped in with the same saying like, well, one week you're going to be in Dublin, the next week you're going to be in Limerick and Cork and Galway. So I don't know what they... Uh, Isn't that insane though? Shocked. Yeah. Absolutely insane. You go to get your car, or you get your first car. Well, this wasn't even the first car. Four, four years, no claims. I mean, let's just leaving something out, but I just don't get... Seven grand, pretty much. Seven thousand euro. The car's worth five to six. No penalty points, no claims. Like, how does that make any sense? Life's meant to get better. <laughs> Someone's making a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Life's meant to get better, insurance is meant to come down, wages are meant to go up. I thought insurance was meant to come down. Like, I thought That's that was it, the whole yeah. thing yeah. D- during this year. Oh, yeah, the other thing, yeah, I never even checked my insurance people to see would they reduce it. I, I know think some if, did. if you bring it up with them, they probably will, but like, like everyone, if you're just paying monthly, whatever, monthly yeah. and you're not thinking about it, it's going to get shafted. Bring back Housing Minister Owen Murphy He will sort it out He'd sort this out Yeah We've lost him now He'd be like On top of this You'll actually have to pay An extra <laughs> We're going to convert your car Into a co-living space Actually you can live in the back And we'll put a sink And uh, that will be 10 grand Yep so there you go now All looking up uh, If you've ever had Anything similar I don't think Anyone would be quoted More than 7 grand For a car that's only worth About 5 But if you have If you've been Shocked, horrified and surprised By the uh, joke quotes That you've gotten Off an insurance company let us know. 0876797104. Control, alt, delete. On the way at 11 o'clock. Oh, and I suppose we might. Will we? Will we play it out one more time? We need to do it. Go on. Do it. We'll play it out. We'll play it out in a moment because uh, Larrington hasn't been listening. He hasn't. And he really should. And he wants to hear it, but he hasn't been listening. But if you listen now, we'll get a clip around the ear. Uh, all right, that's on the way next. Our remix of Mark McCabe's Maniac 2000 for the Dublin pandemic of 2021. On the way next here on F104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Tuned in, we were chatting there about a 22 year old DCU student who was quoted 6,800 euro for insurance on his car. A uh, four years no claims the car was worth about five grand and he was quoted that much and it has to be they have to just give crazy quotes like that to tell you to go away they mustn't just want to come near you like it, that's an insane amount of money yeah that's just throwing out any number to put you off isn't it really they're going to go no one's going to pay that your car is worth less than the insurance per year Tom has said eh, my insurance on a 1.1 Fiesta was four and a half grand when I was 18 what <laughs> now was that back in 2003 yeah it was back in 2003 my insurance was 4,500 euro did you pay it wow as an 18 year old could you afford to pay that like what would have a 1.1 Fiesta like what year Fiesta was it it must have been old but then you know so obviously what you have to do is be a second name driver on your parents policy but then you don't build up enough years with your own policy. So when you do go for your own policy, they're like, yeah, it doesn't count. Kind of doesn't count, does it? It's a weird one. So you're in this horrible catch 22 situation. Like, even two grand for a student for a year driving is insane. Yeah. 
It's mad money. Because what's that? 200 quid a month? What's two grand? That's like your part-time. Well, you get 200. Yeah, around that, yeah. Do the maths here now. Two grand, yeah, divided by 12. Maybe about 150. I mean, you need that money to put behind the bar. Sick. You know what I mean? What are you doing? That's insane. In 2003, four and a half grand. That's probably the equivalent of seven, eight grand today. Uh, if not more. Aaron, what's the story? The first insurance I had was 4,800 when I was 18. Poor guys. Lads, a one litre were, polo. You were shafted though. Like, do you remember like, but like our, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Our insurance didn't come down when we were lumped together. I think yours just came up. Yeah, that's what I mean. But we had it way cheaper. When <laughs> I started driving first as a 17 year old and yeah. I was a danger on the roads. My insurance was grand. You were like, it's six shillings for mine. Literally. But like, how much was women's insurance before the old uh, equality came in? Like, how much would there you have got insurance for? Time that I paid eight fifty for my insurance. Eight hundred and fifty. Yeah, that's still a lot, though. It is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. But as an eighteen-year-old or seventeen-year-old, whenever I oh was bargain in comparison driving. to the four and a half grand that Aaron's paying. Yeah, exactly. Now it's a little bit higher. I've yeah. had trouble on the roads mm, at mm, times. Mm, mm. Oh, Paul, look at this. I'm with whatever company, I won't mention the name, um, 600 euro renewal quote last year. This, oh, no, year, this year? 405. 400, 405 euro per year? Do you, like, not... I'm going to actually take the... the I hate hearing these stories because you're like, oh, you get a little bit of hope and then all of a sudden you're like, you ring up the same place and they're mm. like, oh, you, no, you you for are... you it's 2,500. Yeah, you it's 2,500, sorry. Sorry about that, yeah. Uh, yeah, insurance companies give quotes like that when they don't want to insure someone. Has to be that. Then it's really awkward if you go, yeah, no problem. I will take that and insure my car, please. Mm, yeah, it's just absolutely horrible. Who'd sent that in from? Emmet. Thanks for that, Emmet. Uh, my insurance... Oh, mother of God. My insurance is €2,200 on a 07 Polo. Because I had a crash last I know, year. No, it kills us. Yeah, I've had three crashes and mine is not far off that. Uh, Louise, though, before that, how much was it? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Mine was significantly less. And as well, can you remember, especially if you're a woman, can you remember before the whole change in the insurance laws with men and women came in and you were, we were all lumped together? Can you remember how much you were paying? Like, I would have said it was like 400 quid, 300, 400 quid for fully comp insurance for a woman who had no points, who had like three or four years experience. I, yeah, maybe I never actually paid that little. Yeah, I'm sure it's mad money. Um, I think 600 was the least I ever paid. That was when times were good. I was quoted. Sorry, this isn't from Sam. I was quoted 4,200 on my first car, a 1.2 2014 Clio when I was 19. Uh, but I got it down to seventeen hundred. Well, yeah, that's that's a. The only thing about this, but right? Now is look, the, you've gone from four thousand to two hundred. You currently pay seven hundred a year. But here's the thing: the way they get you around that as well is, you now look at seventeen hundred as a bargain. I know. You put go four thousand two hundred, and then you go, oh, seventeen hundred bargain. If you just were quoted seventeen hundred out of the blue, you'd been like, this is insane. Well, especially now that you're paying seven hundred, that's a huge, huge difference, isn't it? Louise has come back in to say before seven, her crash 700 before that 700 euro to 2,200 euro Oh, that's sick They're just taking us for a ride, aren't they? They really are They pull that quote out of their absolute if they, they should now send your policy with a can of lube just to go Listen, you'll need this because we are going to be riding you for the rest of the year Thank you And, and, and it's so annoying because they know most people need to be able to use their car Yeah 
And that's the worst part. Ah, uh, would you look at this? Sorry. Aaron has said €4,800 for a car when he was 18. He's now filled us in. It was a one litre polo. He said, the girlfriend bought me the car on Christmas Day and I was sweating to go out in it. So I just paid it. In fairness, you though. You paid the four and a half grand. He didn't pay for the car. Yeah, but you paid the four and a half grand on insurance. Your girlfriend bought you a car. Yeah, at 18. What? Hang on. What was she doing to have the money? Only fans. Getting the hoop out. There's upsides to the OnlyFans, isn't it? Pocket change for them. That's only like a a week's subscriptions on OnlyFans. What in the name of God, though? How'd you afford that? Because Aaron's Aaron's 27. Ten years ago, there was no OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. How old was she? Were you going out with a sugar mama? Is that what was going on? You were going out with one of your ma's friends. You could also sell your knickers online. Okay. He's come back to say stuff was happening. (laughs) Stuff was happening. Uh, All right, anyway. Anyway, we'll move on. If any other extortionate prices that you've been offered, do let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Are we going to play it final time this evening? Yes. Why are you just turning it off? Sorry, I keep turning it on and off, teasing you and running, running my hand up the inside of your ear leg here, teasing you. Anyway, this is the remix, the Mark McCabe Maniac two thousand remix for the pandemic in twenty twenty one. It's an ode to you trying to get your hole in lockdown and struggling with all the rules, regulations, struggling in life and love. Let us know what you think of it, by the way. Honest opinion. The more... I mean, we got some good messages in. I feel as if we need a little bit more negative criticism. If you hate it, I want to hear from you. Yeah, but if you love it, also keep the messages coming in. We need honest feedback. We don't get any better unless we get honest, critical feedback from yourself. Anyway, enjoy this. The last time we're going to play it this evening. It's our Dublin Pandemic remix of Mark McCabe's classic Maniac 2000. It's right here on F104. do this anymore haven't got me bitten over a year now at this stage I've sealed back up ah screw this I'm going to bomb down the M15 and get me tits done she smashed across her laptop that night she was stressed of zoom she was a sexy lady she wants a man in her room how would she get him how would she know when all the Netflix and Tony said no she'd enough for that shite she was in for a fight stand by Locked in the gap for the year 2021. Air on 2020. Poxy, COVID, yeah. Load me who? Schneed stick, schneed stick, it's a pandemic. Listen, I'll just meet him the once. I'll wash my hands and everything. And get him to disinfect his willy. Hang on, Leo's back in the box talking, yak. Now we all have to hold firm, and we all we, we, we all have to believe, and we are with you. And uh, if, if we do get through this next phase, I won't get my nipples out in the park again. Shut up, you tick. She smashed across her laptop that night, she was stressed of Zoom. She was a sexy lady, she wants a man in her room. How would she get him? How'd she know when all the Netflix and Tony said no? She'd enough for that shite. She was in for a fight. She said, screw this. Hold the cans on the new pram. Go for a walk with the mask in the left hand. It's me and I'm outside me 5K. Are you ready now? Sketch to the guards now. Lockdowns, they have no meaning. Are you ready now? Stop with the madness. On a party night to you. Where are the Porterloos? Are we serious now? Who did? 
the groove Pulling me cacks right up in the air And just one simple question to ask you Can I use your jacks because I'm about to piss myself Bleeding tough time there out for everyone Girls just want to get their hair, tan, boobs done Except it's epoxy pandemic It's a pandemic, pandemic at your door And she's riding And she's riding like she never rode before All together now It's a pandemic, pandemic at your door And she's riding And she's riding like she never rode before Ah, here can't do this anymore. I'll just meet him the once. I'll wash my hands and everything. I'll get him to disinfect the This stage of the seal back on. She's a pandemic, pandemic at your door. And she's riding. And she's riding like she never rode before. All together now. sound like you're whisper singing as well you don't annoy the neighbours do I do you know why I was doing that if I was belting out Susan would have come on to the song okay uh, when she hears me talking you've heard her in the background we do some pre-records at home and there's been times when (laughs) not trying to do pre-record an interview with someone and you just hear (laughs) as if she's there with her her professional head on going oh so, so tell us about this new thing and just she's not the most clever cat so when she hears me talking so you know I'd be bopping around the place silently yeah. obviously throughout the day doing whatever I'm doing you don't hear anything from her but when yeah. she hears my voice she's like oh you're talking to me okay cool and then she just doesn't stop me anyway. yeah anyway honest opinions on this it's going to start off a new kind of a series of modern Irish drinking songs I think this is where we are first kind of modern Irish drinking song to reflect the misery of 2020 and 2021 we need a new batch of songs the Dubliners Wolf Tones the Pogues did us all proud but we need a new batch like paying for rent in Dublin in 2021 misery anyway yeah um, any suggestions let us know on your critical feedback welcome the more bad reviews the better here on the show drop us in a message on the way next control Alt, delete, good news if you're an iPhone user and have a Leap card. And as well, um, they're using flying drones to advertise QR codes. More on that next here on F104. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.